Welcome to the Holding Hands and Throwing Fists podcast. I got the mic. And I have the opinion. What's up, everybody? What's up with you? I don't know. You just like, felt like you just started. I normally hear the music, so we both um can come in hot. <laughs> Are you now, to, you're <laughs> coming in hot. I'm coming <laughs> in cold. Whatever. So you want me to restart? No. <laughs> Season five, <laughs> episode 11. Here we are. So I, I tried the one time I tried to lower my headphones so I could hear That's your voice That's normally coming out of your headphones? Yeah, where do you think Jeez it comes Louise, from? Louise, I thought it was coming out of the computer no. speaker this whole time. <laughs> oh my gosh. Your ears are fucked, man. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> we only record once a week. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> Today feels loopy. Tell, oh. tell, tell the kids what happened oh, last week. Oh, come on. So we had Bellator last weekend. We weren't really pumped about the card, but Name and Gracie won. We kind of knew he would win. Hell yeah. But he won via round one TKO, which is great for him since he's known for his grappling, not his striking. And you rewatched it and you're like, wow, his striking's pretty dang good. It looked great. Yeah, he really fucked that dude up. <laughs> Yoel Romero lost his first fight in Bellator since he left the UFC and he was fighting Phil Davis. Now I know this name... I don't know much about him, but Phil Davis's nickname is Mr. Wonderful, but people sort of shit on him because he's not like a very fun fighter, but I want Mr. Wonderful to continue being boring if it helps him win, damn it. Damn it. He's been around for a long time and he has a he has a good career. He has like such a good career, yeah. but like he truly just tries to win he doesn't try to like knock someone out or you know get a bonus for whatever entertainment Um, babe it did you want to mention anything about yoel romero yeah my man is uh i I don't i don't know what's next for him he fought against israel right uh when he was still in the ufc for the championship and like didn't really do anything and was waiting to counter punch same thing sort of happened this time and then you know, he he stood not doing much for five rounds against Israel. Now, this fight was a three-round fight, and he thought it was a five-round fight because he just assumed, because he's been in so many five-round fights, he just assumed it was a five-round fight, and nobody, like, told him or he didn't realize or his team didn't put two and two together. So there was no, like urgency within those three rounds because he thought he had two more yeah i guess but it's also seemed like he was just gonna do that same shit for another two rounds anyway so spare i guess he spared the fans all right that's so don't shit on mr wonderful shit on you al romero sheesh yeah everybody (laughs) also last saturday was the ufc and it was so exciting it was so so exciting first of all it was a beautiful day outside yeah, it was felt great. like the summer and george and i actually didn't have plans that day we we got to sit in brick park and watch these fights leisurely it was pretty rare it it has not Special. happened in a very long time it felt really nice and what felt even better was our girl raquel pennington won joaquin buckley won Ion Kutalaba, who we weren't necessarily rooting for, but at least we knew who he was. Um, 
Also, just to point out that the Greek guy, Christos Yagos Law, sorry. I mean, he's not really Greek anyway, so. Yeah, whatever. Uh, fuck California. <laughs> <laughs> but um, we didn't find out until after we recorded and then maybe even after we watched the fight that Raquel Pennington had COVID. I don't think it came out until after the fight. Uh, I don't, how? Anyway. I don't know. So she had covid obviously before her fight and it was so bad she was not only in the hospital for 30 days she was also on a respirator so we're like super happy she's healthy but like even more incredible and inspiring that she came back with a win that's fucking crazy i, I want to know more details like when did she really have it like did she have it like two weeks ago and she just got over it and I just know. Like, what the like, fuck? everyone says their lungs are so affected it is just wild to me that somebody then can go back to being a fighter that's crazy that's it's just wild um also our boy anthony smith beat ryan spin bro, in the first bro. round we were so happy oh, we were man. so fucking happy we were happy. like a little sleepy then because it has been a while since yeah. we watched yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> fights but we were so happy um last episode i mentioned smith calling span a dork for getting so aggressive talking about him in the fight but smith also said that he felt like span wasn't showing him the respect he earned as an older fighter um not that span is like new but compared to anthony smith and like anthony smith has been been around around so long that he was part of the ufc he was let go he's back in the ufc he had a title shot he like works the desk for them sometimes but he's still fighting like for an a early 30s guy he's been in this game a long time he has a lot of fights too i'm gonna look it up real yeah fast. He has i a wanted lot, to like remember but i couldn't insane remember amount of fights, i feel like um so anyway not only did smith beat span emphatically with a rear naked choke in round one but then he went on a tirade after that involved so much cursing we did not hear any of it because espn plus stinks and censored everything out that fucking sucks, bro. Just let... First of all, it's not even on ESPN. I do not understand. It's on ESPN Plus and let the fighters do fighting things. That's why the UFC is popular because every other fucking sport is lame. Every fucking sport ends with, yeah, well, you know, just listen to my coaches and just we can't fucking come... <laughs> Anthony Smith just fucked this dude up and he had something to say. He had something to say. Of course, George found it after online uncensored so we could hear anthony smith and smith was just saying that that better have shown span who the fuck he was and also it's bullshit to try and shake hands with someone right after a fight after running your mouth like span was trying to do and i i can appreciate that span now was directly showing respect to smith but I love Smith for saying all that and totally agree. Fuck off. Like, we're not going to make amends right now. I just kicked your ass. Fuck right on off. I'm, I'm speechless. That was great. Thank you. And thank you, Anthony Smith, for yeah. teaching Ryan Span what's up. <laughs> all right. Uh, that was last week, and it was a good one. Uh, what's happening this week? UFC 266. It's a pay-per-view, uh, first pay-per-view in a while that matters, and it's gonna be that's cool, and it's gonna be insane. Sheesh, man! It's a pay-per-view. The prelims start at six, and uh, the main card starts at ten. 
bummer but whatever but whatever <laughs> we, we've done worse <laughs> uh people worth watching include roxanne modafari uh dan hooker um oh yeah and dan hooker we don't really know what the deal is with him if he's actually gonna fight or not right no so we do officially he got his visa on monday he had to go through like the u.s embassy in so new zealand in new zealand like it's so hard obviously that's why new zealand is handling um covid really well because they are incredibly tricky in terms of who can leave and who can come back he just got his visa monday because there are only certain flights that fly from New Zealand to the United States, the next flight isn't until Thursday. He won't get into Vegas until Thursday evening, and he's fighting. And he doesn't have to quarantine or anything? When he gets here? No, that's I fucking guess just crazy. Negative COVID test like everybody else. Bro, I'm, who's he fighting again? Uh, I will tell you that. You can keep going with the list. I, I'm going to put money on whoever he's fighting. You, because that's just a mad I don't think the jet lag's gotta be insane it's not like, like oh geez Louise I can't say this guy's name Nasrat Hakparasat oh yeah 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 that, that was actually pretty good <laughs> <laughs> thank you it's better than I could have done um I know what else headlining the prelims is Marlon Mirage versus our boy Marab Devalishvili yes I Marab <laughs> let's go Marab <laughs> he's definitely our boy Marab's uh, maybe our top five boy on this podcast I'm going with that yeah. for sure yeah yeah, 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 five. yeah I didn't even know he was fighting already again it's crazy I know <laughs> um, every fight on the main card is insane so I'm just gonna read them from start to finish and we'll each make our quick pick no explanation Men's wait let me repeat that for you no explanation you're just picking a winner stop smirking you can do this <laughs> I believe in you can our podcast listeners hear me smirk and that's why I wanted to tell them. Okay, cool. <laughs> Men's featherweight title fight. Alexander Volkanovsky versus Brian Ortega. You go first. Alexander Volkanovsky. Alexander Volkanovsky. Hold, please. <laughs> then we have women's flyweight title fight. Uh, Valentina Shevchenko versus Lauren Murphy. Valentina. Valentina. I, I almost feel... Oh, I'm not saying anything. No explanation. Nick Diaz versus Robbie Lawler. <laughs> Robbie Lawler. Nick motherfucking diaz <laughs> is that an explanation motherfucking <laughs> to become the number one title because they're in a heavyweight division curtis blades versus jarzino roisenstrike curtis blades jarzino Oof. that's what i know when i watch too much mma when i could just look at a name like jarzino roisenstrike <laughs> and pronounce it relatively close yeah that's good jessica andrage versus cynthia cavillo Jessica Andrade. Me too. Jessica Andrade. Okay, cool. Cool. Um, so that's all the main card. Just, I am pumped. And because I am so pumped and we're getting you all pumped, I want everyone to know. Tell him. Tell him. You're going to rub it in my fucking face? That George won't even be home. He won't even be in New York, I think. Mm. <laughs> For this card. He's going to miss the best pay-per-view we I, I would have to look back but 
in almost a year. Ah, uh, come on. I don't know. The one that Connor fought on with Dustin when that he broke his fucking leg. That wasn't a great card. Was it not? I guess it was not. Go- it was good, but it wasn't great. All right, now we gotta now we gotta go back and look at it. Yeah, okay, cool. I fucked up. Whatever, man. I've been waiting for Nick Diaz to fight. I bought a t-shirt after Nick Diaz's last fight six years ago and said, <laughs> what does it say? Don't. Says, don't be a bitch, homie. <laughs> and it says hashtag free Nick Diaz. <laughs> it's when he failed a, a drug test for pot uh, and he, they the fucking commission banned him for like three years oh, well that's when all the crazy. things were yeah. silly uh just quick before we get to the top three also nick diaz related we're going real hard for nick diaz on this episode but that's that's for george um what is their area code 209 so like that's their thing they yell stockton they yell 209 you know how like there's always people on the internet who like figure out weird <laughs> the numbers yeah. And I needed to verify this, but I didn't. Someone said it has literally been (laughs) been 209 months since Nick Diaz's last fight. That's fucking crazy. That would be pretty crazy. Yeah, I I think it's true. I think it's true. Could for sure be true. Anyway, let's move this along to top three. Three, three. All right, top three. We're going to start it off with one of my favorite fighters of all time, and this is freaking so exciting that he's finally back, and I hope he just looks great. That's that's really what I want the most, is I just hope that he looks great. Nick motherfucking Diaz. Nick Diaz is an old-school true vet in MMA, and he's been around forever. He hasn't fought since 2013, I believe. Let's double-check that. that 2000, oh, no, so. I'm sorry. 2015. 2015. Still uh, not so. Where he fought Anderson Silva. Uh, he lost a unanimous decision against Anderson Silva. Uh, Silva tested positive for steroids, and Diaz tested positive for marijuana, and then they freaking banned Nick Diaz from fighting for three years. So that's what we were talking about before. And what was Anderson Silva's punishment? Like uh, six days. <laughs> so silly just fucked up um a lot of people like i don't know i want to ask this question because i'm not sure what the answer is i want to see what you think about it i think nate nate diaz might be more popular than nick at this point because i think as the ufc exploded because of connor nate's name got kind of intertwined in that whole storyline and nick diaz is a little bit more old school a lot of people don't remember when he used to fucking be the shit yeah quite honestly i need you to give me like why nick diaz is nick diaz i'm very aware that like for real og fans like it's the nick diaz army yeah yeah, yeah. but like everyone now knows who nate diaz is which is the only thing not the only but one of the few things i like about nate diaz is that he always is like yeah my brother nick my brother nick my brother nick yeah because really it is it started with nick and nate just kind of got lucky with the connor stuff yeah and also he got i mean i don't want to say lucky but like he he got his brother's name like everybody knew that he was nick's little brother yeah so yeah. when he stepped up on 12 days notice and beat the fuck out of connor <laughs> yeah and had that second fight uh you know he, he already had the clout from his brother and then made his own way which is awesome too so nick diaz was 20 years old when he started fighting in mma which a lot of fighters don't fight at the highest level at 20 years old definitely not now because the game has progressed so much but back in the day when he first started he was one of the youngest guys and he was at that time where it started becoming like a legitimate sport like it was already past the first wave of just the specialists but he was also 
in the like North Californian fight community, which is like a pretty big deal, like San Francisco and Stockton, where they're from and shit like that. He was the big guy. He was a name. He was a young guy, that, like the prodigy jiu-jitsu guy who before he even got into boxing, he was just known for fucking having amazing, amazing jiu-jitsu at the time. And then as his pr- career progressed, he got really fucking awesome at boxing and like legitimate boxing. Like one of the things that I fucking love about him is that he punks all these people who strike uh, and he's basically like you, who do you box he's like I box Andre mm-hmm. Ward all the time he's a legitimate boxer he's like look at this motherfucker he doesn't even spar with shoes on <laughs> which is funny because in MMA you don't wear shoes but in boxing you do so I love that he's so like him and Nate are so they pick little fucking things they're like not fashionable guys at all but they're like he doesn't even fucking wear shoes or when Connor started riding like uh, bikes because the Diaz brothers because of Nick really he grew up swimming and uh, he also started doing triathlon like super early into his career so swim bike run and just like training super hard uh they were fucking clowning on connor because he was riding on bikes and they're like look he's trying to look like us he just started riding a bike and he doesn't even have the right clipless shoes you know like the ones that you actually clip in so uh yeah he's just a straight up gangster or advocate he's like the first like legitimate awesome pro athlete who's an advocate for pot uh early jiu-jitsu black belt awesome fucking striker triathlete and what's not to like about him he says he says you know yeah how it is uh i want us to just say two things before we move on one his first fight in the ufc was ufc 44 yeah 44 yeah and this weekend is ufc 266 that is incredible that's fucking insane um the other thing i wanted to just mention is he was somewhat recently interviewed by ariel or which one? The one where where he looked really bad? Yeah. Yeah. So he's he's not like a hundred percent well. No, definitely not. He definitely has mental health issues. Uh, his favorite band is Deftones, so we have that uh, mental health <laughs> disorder together. Um, but he's definitely sounded better since that interview. Oh, with okay. That was a couple of years ago. That was like when he first started saying like I'm going to come back, and yeah. everybody was like, uh, "Your Instagram is filled with you in Vegas fucking drinking." Which did you know that too? He's a couple of years older than us. He never had a sip of. Uh, I mean, like he. I think he had a sip of alcohol, but he never drank in his life ever until he was in his 30s. And you know who gave him his first drink? I feel like you told me this. Ronda Rousey. Yeah, that's weird. She was training at his gym and she's like, uh, you need to fucking unwind a little bit. You're like ridiculous. Yeah, because right I'm sure he wasn't sky high by then. Yeah, what the yeah, fuck? yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for that backstory. That does get me more excited for uh, the Nick Diaz fight and Robbie Waller has an equally wonderful backstory but we're not telling that to you no, right now but I do want to say because we didn't mention it yet they first fought on April 2nd yes. 2004 wow that's even before we started dating <laughs> wow and do you want to say who won the first uh, meetup Nick Diaz knocked out Robbie Lawler. All right. And so at the time, too, uh, Robbie was a striker and Nick Diaz was the jiu-jitsu guy. Mm. So nobody thought that was going to happen. Great. All right. I'm looking forward to it. And I'll actually be home to watch it. Oh, you got to text me. <laughs> um, number two on our top three is a uh, Billy Alexander special. We got a MMA boo-boo this weekend. Boo-boo. It was actually the fighter who Ian Kutalaba beat. Yeah. So we told you that Kutalaba won. We didn't tell you Devin Clark lost. 
This MMA boo-boo was super nasty. Devin Clark's bottom teeth were like all knocked back and out of place. Uh. Like you can picture teeth knocked back, but it's like the whole tooth, like into his gums, all knocked back. Yeah. Like is that a broken jaw? It's it's so unclear. Know. So it, he knew they were fucked up between rounds two and three. So his corner, which who like includes his dad, and his dad was awesome. Like they said, you can throw in the towel. Like this is clearly like your mouth's fucked, man. Yeah. Um, we gotta post it because it's a boo boo. It sure. is a super boo boo. But Clark is totally insane. He went back for another round. He actually did really well in that round, but he still lost via unanimous decision. Um, after the fight, his bottom teeth had to be pulled back forward. Oh. Like, I can't even, I can't even, <laughs> like, teeth things are just so cringy. So after they were pulled back forward, then he had to be fitted for temporary braces to try to keep his teeth in the proper spot in his mouth. And uh, right now, <laughs> as we go on air, I'm not sure and I don't even think he's sure what he'll have to do next to fix this major MMA boo-boo not just like get Invisalign I don't think so like it was really bad and then Anik and Florian were speaking about it they're like we have never ever seen an MMA boo-boo like this and those Uh, were the words they used did they say that no Uh, (laughs) I was gonna fucking send them a cease and desist order motherfuckers I wish they we have that shit trademarked these guys are fucking so tough and and we we always got to give them credit like it's insane how tough these athletes are fuck football I mean football is pretty tough too but whatever but he got up and uh, right before the third round they were like throwing the towel and he's like it's surgery either way so I'm going to go back out there. How fucking crazy is that? That's crazy. And also, I just saw this. I wanted to share before, but I, I got I spaced out. Uh, when Naaman Gracie, who's obviously a Gracie Jiu-Jitsu black belt and part of the family and all that shit, when he knocked the guy out standing up, he had this quote afterwards. He said, if we keep fights standing, hospital. If we go to ground, cemetery. Ooh. <laughs> How fucking tough is that? That's pretty. That's a good quote, actually. All right, cool. Um. Let me round out the top three. Uh, guys, there's just there's so many fucking fights on this pay-per-view, and we could have previewed them all, but I'm not even going to be here, and I don't even want to get upset <laughs> about how much I'm going to miss. Uh, but I am going to rewatch everything on Sunday. But in the time from now till then, you should watch some of these free fights because some of these past free fights are fucking awesome, and they're worth rewatching. They're all short, sweet, the... The anticipation will build for you as much as it has built for us. And then even if you don't buy the pay-per-view, the prelims have some of these fighters on it. All right. So what should people Google and watch? Okay. Dan Hooker versus Paul Felder is not short. It is a full five-round war, but it is one of the best fights of all time. And Paul Felder fucking won that fight, even though the freaking corrupt New Zealanders gave it to Dan Hooker, like the hooker that he is. Yeah. So Dan Hooker versus Paul Felder. You guys should watch that shit. 
Uh, Rose Namajunas versus Jessica Andrade. You should watch their first fight where Jess- Jessica Andrade, or just even look it up on Instagram because it could fit in the yeah. clip. Picks up Rose Namajunas and slams her on her fucking neck. And thank God Rose survived without any fucking serious damage. And just a uh, reminder, we both picked Jessica Andrade to win this weekend. Yes. <laughs> uh, Robbie Lawler versus Roy, McDa- Roy McDonald. McDonald! <laughs> Since Robbie Lawler is fighting my boy Nick Diaz this weekend. And I, do, I love fucking Robbie Lawler too. I know. Uh, I know you do. Robbie Lawler's uh, fight against Rory McDonald. You hear us talk about it a bunch of times and, and how it has most one of the most iconic images ever where they're both staring at each other, bloodied up, refusing to go back to their corners before the fifth and final round. Uh, but that one's great. Also, Robbie Lawler versus Nick Diaz, the first one. You got to see it because it's a blast from the past. I need you to see it. it. That's, that's You haven't seen it? List. All right, no, we'll watch it right now. It. Bruce Buffer is, I, you know, I don't know if it was this fight or something else. It might have been this fight. He just said at the beginning, he's like, it's on like it wasn't even what? it's time i think it might That's have even been pre how it's much time. older it is wow yeah, yeah yeah and like the ring card girls look like they're freaking uh like i i don't, I don't even care what they look like did they have belts on no they didn't have belts <gasps> on they look like they were from like the nearest strip club to wherever this festival is going to be in fucking pennsylvania in the back <laughs> they were just like fucking paid cash for their services to walk around the ufc octagon oh dear uh also I'm not. I'm. I'm. I'm doing a quick jump off topic, uh, kind of. Robbie Lawler versus Carlos Condit is one of my fucking favorite fights, and Carlos Condit just retired this week. More on All that right. later. People can't don't have time to watch three Robbie Lawler fights. I'm just saying. Let's say you want to go down a Robbie Lawler rabbit hole. Maybe okay. you do. Okay. Okay. Maybe you do. And then last fight because uh, Brian or uh, Brian Ortega is fighting Alexander Volkanovsky. You can watch. Brian Ortega sadly knock out Frankie Edgar. It was pretty, uh, pretty much a huge bummer. Heartbreaking but. for us, but it put Ortega on the map, and now he's fighting for the belt. So there's a lot of exciting stuff, and I feel like the next couple weeks and months are going to be exciting for fighting, uh, fighting. So let's go, babe. Let's go. Holding hands and throwing fists. This episode was brought to you by Carlos Condit and Joseph Benavides. You guys just recently retired, and thank you so much for all the amazing memories and wars. You guys are fucking awesome.